Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends, and happy Wednesday. Yesterday, we saw Paul in Athens sharing with these scholars, these philosophers, and he was met not with many believing like he was used to, but he was met with possible indifference. However, he showed up anyway, and there were several people who believed. And we talked about this idea that we should be showing up for the one person, for the few people. We should be showing up to plant the seed even if we never see the harvest. And like I've shared over the past few days, I am reading this book from Beth Moore, To Live is Christ. And something I really enjoyed that she pointed out as we are moving forward in our story is Paul's response in the next city he preaches to. So let's get started. We're in Acts chapter 18, verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. Now, Corinth is the city to which he wrote the letters 1st and 2nd Corinthians to the church he started here. And something I find really interesting, if we look over at 1st Corinthians chapter 2, Paul is speaking to them about when he first came to them. And in verse 3, he said, And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And the thing that I find so interesting that Beth Moore points out is she says, Trembling is the opposite of confidence. And if that is true, Paul's confidence may have been shaken in Athens when he was faced with these philosophers, these scholars, and now moving on to the next place he is called, the city of Corinth. He's fearful. He's weak. He's trembling. Jumping back to Acts. After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth, and he found a Jew named Aquila a native of Pontus, recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. And he went to see them. And because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked, for they were tent makers by trade. So a pause here. Paul met two people. Priscilla and Aquila, who were tent makers. It's so interesting that Paul himself had a trade that he used to support his ministry. So he stayed and he worked with them. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. So Paul, regardless of how he is feeling, after leaving Athens, leaving of his own will, not being pushed out, having only a few believe and we never hear of a church being established in Athens in his lifetime, perhaps he's discouraged, perhaps he's tired, but we know that he comes to them in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And regardless of that, he shows up. 
and he reasoned in the synagogues every Sabbath and tried to persuade Jews and Greeks. When Silas and Timothy arrived from Macedonia, Paul was occupied with the word, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. And when they opposed and reviled him, he shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent, for from now on I will go to the Gentiles. And he left there and went to the house of a man named Titius Justus, a worshiper of God. Holy smokes! Y'all, Paul, like, loses his cool, it seems like. He's just done. The people in the synagogues were opposing him. They were reviling him. And he shakes out his garments, leaving it all behind. This symbolic act of shaking the dust off. Says, I'm innocent. Your blood is on your own heads. From now on, I'm going to the Gentiles. And he leaves. He set a boundary. He followed God's call. And I think, I wonder... If something he said in 1 Corinthians not only applied to the people in Athens, the scholars and the philosophers who were indifferent to his message, and also to some of the Jews in the synagogues, we look to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. He says, For the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. The cross is folly to those who are perishing. And I wonder, is this a takeaway that he has after being fed up with the Jews? After walking away from the indifference of the scholars and philosophers? Either way, we see him now going into the house of a Gentile, a worshiper of God. His house was next door to the synagogue. Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed in the Lord, together with his entire household. And many of the Corinthians, hearing Paul, believed and were baptized. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not Be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many in this city who are my people. And he stayed a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. Y'all, God showed up. He encouraged Paul. He empowered him. When we saw he was with them in weakness and fear and trembling, the Lord said to him, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent. And that's what Paul did. He stayed. He shared the truth. And many believed. I just wanted to share this quote from that Beth Moore book. When speaking of this section of scripture, she said, God often proves himself when we feel we have the least to offer. Paul, in trembling and fear and weakness, likely felt like he didn't have a lot to offer. We don't know. But when I'm weak or trembling or fearful, I don't feel like I have a lot to offer. And yet God showed up in such a big way. He used Paul even in his weakness. 
He used him and spoke through him and many believed. He even encouraged and empowered him visibly through a vision. Do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent. So my friends, wherever you're at right now, if you don't feel like you have a lot to offer, remember God is there with you, just like he told to Paul, I am with you. And his strength will be made perfect, made visible, seen in your weakness. So keep on showing up for the few. Trust God to show up with you. And I will see you tomorrow morning. I just opened the doors to my brand new Faithfully Well Christian Yoga Membership. If you want to invest in your health, to feel healthier body, mind, and soul with accountability and community and Bible-based yoga and coaching, then this membership is for you. You can go ahead and sign up at the link in the description, hesedheart.com slash membership. And early bird pricing is available until tonight at midnight. That's the 14th of April at midnight. I would love to serve you if you join me in the Faithfully Well membership.